Yo, today's QOD is you can be distracted or you can get epic work done. You can't do both. Here we go. Today show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got one of my favorite speakers, Robin Sharma, on the show today. And today, Robin is talking about the difference between being distracted and actually getting work done. And no, I'm not about to go on one of my rants about how we waste so much of our lives on social media. Not going to do it because I know I have the tendency to do that. But we need to have an awareness of the difference between talking about it and actually doing it because a lot of us just talk about it without ever doing it we're getting ready to do it but we never do it or we're doing something i I can actually get into a tendency of doing reading more i gotta read this next book and i gotta read this next book and i gotta read this next book before you actually do it and we do that to ourselves a lot i'm not ready until i read this next book and then you read that next book and you're like oh my god they mentioned another book in there and i'm going to read that one first and it just keeps going and going and going and going people who get stuff done they can be researchers but at the same time they're mainly creators they're spending more time creating than they're spending time researching and a lot of us have that flipped upside down So we got to get into creative mode. We got to start getting stuff done instead of researching forever and ever and being distracted. Here's Robin. Um, But my dad shared another quote when I was growing up, and it comes from Rabindranath Tagore. And he translated it from Sanskrit into English, and he posted it on our refrigerator door so my brother and I could read it every morning before he went off to school. And I'd love to share it with you. Because it simply said, spring has passed, summer has gone, and winter is here. And the song I meant to sing remains unsung, for I have spent my days stringing and unstringing my instrument. As I grew older, I asked my father, I said, Dad, what was that poem all about? And he said, Robin, that poem was written by a man whose heart was filled with regret over a life half lived. That man was always getting ready to express his gifts and his talents. That man was always getting ready to sing the song of his life. He was always getting ready to make a difference, but he got busy being busy, so the great song that his life was meant to be died within him. I'm going to challenge you here. It has never been so easy to be busy being busy. It has never been so easy to spend the best hours of your days chasing distractions. You want to be a great leader? Here's one line to think about. You can be distracted or you can get epic work done. You can't do both. How many of you in this room are experiencing death by discussion. Leaders 
don't spend their days mostly in meetings. If you want to lead, you've got to execute. If you want to lead, you've got to get stuff done. Here's a brain tattoo. Less talk, more do. Less discussion, more execution. Less ego. Less ego. I'm, 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 here's my title. Less ego, more results. Less taking, more giving. Less busyness, more production. Less complacency, more creativity. Less what's in it for me, more what's in it for the people I am blessed and have the privilege to serve. Less entitlement, more earning. Less lazy, more productivity. The uh, man on the screen, or the example, is a story I want to share with you because it's about a man named Joey Dunlop. Joey Dunlop was a five-time world motorcycle racing champion. Joey Dunlop was a sports superstar. I learned about Joey Dunlop when I was in Northern Ireland a number of years ago. How many people have heard about Joey Dunlop? Show of hands. No one. Interesting. One. Are you from Northern Ireland? So you're near enough, yeah. So you know about Joey Dunlop, of course. Yeah, so everyone was telling me, you know, you got to learn about Joey Dunlop. And Joey Dunlop was a five-time world motorcycle racing champion. He was adored by the people in his country. Sadly, Joey Dunlop was killed when the motorcycle he was driving hit a tree under wet conditions in Tallinn, Estonia. But you know what? When no one was looking, because leadership in many ways is about how you behave when no one is watching, he would take the trailers that would carry his motorcycles and he would fill them with food and he'd drive to Romania and with his bare hands he would feed hungry orphans. And when Joey Dunlop died, 50,000 people left their homes, left their work, and streamed out into the streets to give testimony to the way that this man lived his life. 50,000 people honored his character and the way that this man lived. And I propose to you that Right now, you are successful government leaders. Some of you are in the private sector, and a lot of you have big titles. How many of you in this room think you're successful? Show of hands here. Excellent, because you are. And yet, let me ask you this question. What if, what if the things that you now believe to be important on the last hour of your last day, you realize those things matter very little. You see, this society has sold us that on these measures of success, like how much money you have, the car that you drive, the title on your business card, whether you're eating in the right restaurants, whether you're accumulating, but I propose to you that those are false seductions. 
Those are shiny toys that real leaders do not pursue. You see, and if you want to have the results only 5% of the population has, you've got to be willing to think and behave like only 5% of the population. And that's why every true leader in government and in the private sector, they're called weird. They're called eccentric. How about a round of applause for the misfits, oddballs, and eccentrics? When you do the things of real leadership, you're going to be called strange. Get strong enough in your own skin that when people laugh at you or when they throw stones at you, you keep on going. And I propose to you only two things are going to matter when you get to the end of your life. Show of hands. Anyone interested? Number one, and look at the great wisdom literature. Look at the great biographies. Last summer, I stood in Nelson Mandela's prison cell on Robben Island, where he spent 18 years of his 27 years in confinement. Look at his life. Only two things are going to matter when you get to the end. Number one, it won't be the handbag, the watch, the title, the money, the cars. It won't be social status. It won't be jockeying to be liked. It'll be, who did you become? Did you have honor? Did you have dignity? Were you a woman or a man of authenticity and integrity? Were you a person of your word? In a world of broken promises, were you someone who created value even if you swept streets? Who did you become? Were you brave? Were you graceful? Not only when your career was going well, but when your heart was broken. Nelson Mandela, tortured, given dog food, kept in that prison cell for 18 years. I was in there, not even, a blan- not even a bed, just a blanket. Yet when he was released from prison, he invited the jailers to his inauguration. And he was asked why, and he said, because if I didn't, I would still be in prison. All right, my friends, that was Robin Sharma wrapping up the week. His website is robinsharma.com. Pick up his latest book, The 5 A.M. Club, Own Your Morning, Elevate Your Life, at amazon.com, as well as your local bookstores. And if you want to watch today's entire talk, you can find that thing on the YouTube. It is called WGS 17 Sessions, The Anatomy of a Future Leader. You can also find that on my YouTube channel at seancroxon.com slash YouTube. You'll find it in the August Q. OD full talks playlist right there on the front page. I'm out of here. Have an amazing weekend. I'll see you all Monday. I'm out. Peace.